I'm Katie. And I'm Steve, and this is the City of Reading Podcast. Welcome to the State of the City 2023 Keeping a Balance Audio Edition. The State of the City is a joint effort with the Mayor and the Reading Chamber of Commerce to provide an annual recap of some of the city's biggest projects and accomplishments. In this four-part series, Mayor Michael DeQuisto, Jake Mangus, President and CEO of the Reading Chamber of Commerce, and Todd Jones, President of the Shasta EDC, sit down for a conversation addressing some of the community's biggest questions. Part one is all about public safety, featuring Police Chief Bill Schuler and Fire Chief Jared Van Landingham. Some highlights include hiring wins, retention strategies, and community cleanup efforts. To set the stage for those who haven't watched the video, Jake and Todd will kick off the state of the city with a little background before turning it over to the mayor with questions. You'll hear Jake come in first, followed by Todd, and then Jake leads with the first question for the mayor. Enjoy! Well, I got to say, it's really nice to be here in this setting with you guys today. Um, uh, Mayor DeQuisto and I had a great chance to talk about what do we want to do for State of the City this year? This has been a great partnership between the Reading Chamber of Commerce and the City of Reading for many years. And we said, do we want to put on these ties? Do we want to uh, have everybody gather and eat that uh, rubber chicken lunch and um, hear the uh, pontification of our, of our mayor giving this uh, state of the city address? And we said, no, we don't want to do that. This is a tie-free zone. So um, having this more casual uh, conversation, I think, um, should be a good thing for, for the community because we want people to have greater access to this information and, and be able to, you know, plug in, plug out whenever they want. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's great to be here, Jake. And I think this is our third or fourth year, kind of me being a part of State of the City in some way. And um, I think it's a really amazing testament to kind of how we all work together because none of the things that we do in the community happen in a silo. I think a lot of people don't understand all the collaboration that happens behind the scenes. So me working with the chamber, obviously working with the city, our other cities in the community in Shasta County, there's a lot of things that are making this community tick. And it's, I'm um, excited about this conversation to kind of see what's happening, share things that people might not know about and kind of see what we have uh, to look forward to in the next few years. Generally, year after year, each state of the city that I've been a part of, it kind of takes on the flavor of the mayor. We want, we want you to be proud of what's put out and that, that it feels right and appropriate for the time. So, um, with that, um, I know that, uh, for our business community, we have, we have lots of, Lots of issues that we face on a daily basis that I hear about as the president of the chamber. Um, one of them, probably at the top of the list from our survey results, has to do with public safety. And I'm sure as mayor, you hear that as well. Do so, I ever. So, so I guess the question is then, um, what is the city of Reading doing to help with our quality of life locally and, and help businesses to be able to be successful in that way? Well, I'm happy to answer the question, and it involves sort of a long answer, but let me start with the business of government is complex and it's simple. In the simplest form, it's money in and money out. You never have enough money in, and you always have too much money out. So you're always balancing a balancing act. What do, we, do we spend money on a fire engine? Do we spend money on raises for the fire department? Do we spend money on new trash cans? Do we spend... So there's always that balancing act that you have to do as, as a member of city council. And the other part you have to realize is that the, the government gets its money from the business. So the business is the lifeblood of the community. If there were no businesses here and no commerce here, there'd be hardly any sales tax. There wouldn't be much property tax. There wouldn't be TOT tax, the hotel tax. And then the income would go down. So it's very important to keep the business community 
vibrant and alive and active so the city can be funded. We kind of look at it like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs for a community as a foundation. It's as local business goes, so goes the community. And to your point, it's the private sector that feeds the public sector. So in that spirit, I know the Great Recession took a toll on the city's ability to staff its police force and also the fire department as well. So what are the updates in those two areas? So uh, there's a couple things. The city has been working on, this is my uh, fifth year on the council. We have built up the the police department back to its pre-recession levels, pre-that. So we've gotten I think they're full. I want to say 120 positions, 122 positions, something like that. And they've, they've all been funded. And from the city's perspective, that's a good thing. So we look at that and say, we're, we're doing what we can to improve it. We've got more patrols. We've got the crisis intervention response team. We've got the, um, the people that patrol the parks and clean them out every morning and do this and that and the neighborhood bike patrols. So those are good. But then the perspective of the average citizen, and I use my wife as an example, and she probably hates this, she doesn't want to go downtown. She does. She looks around and she says, I don't like what I see. Perception is reality. The city tries as best as it can to do what it can, but there's no perfect answers. If there was an answer, it would have been solved by now. Uh, my name is Bill Schuler. I'm the chief of police for the city of Reading. The police department experienced a lot of changes after 2008 and the Great Recession. We lost a lot of our staff, sworn and non-sworn. I think one of our biggest accomplishments that I can say we've done in the last year is we're fully staffed. And there's not very many agencies in California that can, that can say that. Um, we're actually not just fully staffed, but we've added a variety of positions and specialty assignments uh, to make our department more effective um, dealing with the issues that our community sees on a daily basis. We now have 122 sworn officers. That's three more than we've ever had. We have all of our community service officers back. We have 11 CSOs out on the street on a daily basis trying to help the public deal with some of these other calls. We have four park rangers patrolling our parks and our river trails. They have a boat now. They're able to go out on the river uh, and do river rescues. They're able to address the homeless camp population on the river that is affecting our visitors. We have a bike team of four officers six days a week. That is uh, patrolling our downtown and our business districts and trying to address those quality of life issues that our public sees. And then I think one of our best, proudest accomplishments is our crisis intervention response team, our CERT team. Uh, that's two officers in plain clothes. Well, it's actually four officers now, but uh, in plain clothes, two teams. Uh, we have a mental health clinician from Shasta County Mental Health assigned to the team. And they're out there dealing with folks suffering in, uh, through crisis, uh, mental health crisis and trying to address those through long-term solutions. The other thing they're doing is going into our homeless camps and providing resources and services, transitional housing, drug and alcohol treatment, and getting folks off the street and uh, getting them back to productive members of society. And they've had great success doing that. And finally, I think I'll mention is our community work program has been working around the clock, trying to keep our community clean. Uh, over 600,000 pounds of trash removed from our community last year, and we're well on our way to exceed that this year. We're doing a lot to address the needs of this community, um, and I'm excited for what we've been able to accomplish. So on the uh, public safety is the police, and it's also the fire department. And I'm very proud of the Reading Fire Department and what they've done. One of the accomplishments the council has done is has gotten all the engines fully staffed with three or four people. So that's that's a good thing for the community because if they had an engine with only two people and they go to a certain size fire, they need to wait for a second 
backup unit to show up before they can go in the building and this and that. So, so that's been very helpful. And, and they do a good job. The city council also just gave a big raise to the fire department, like a 20% raise over an 18-month contract. And there were extended and protracted negotiations over that. I personally voted no. The rationale is that it brought them back into parity with the other firefighters and the other similar communities, and, and we were losing firefighters. I don't think that's true. But the bigger reason that I voted no, and, and this, is, this gets to the budget issue, 82% of the city's discretionary money from the general fund gets spent on police and fire. 82%. So that, that leaves hardly anything left to spend on parks and roads and, and other things like that. And it's just, it's a difficult proposition to deal with. There are no easy answers. You do the best you can as you go along. It just, it's difficult. My uh, name's Jared Van Landingham. I'm the fire chief here for the city of Reading. And uh, some of the great successes we've had over the last year, year and a half or so, is that we've finally been able to get new apparatus, new fire engines, new ladder trucks, in the fire station. Some of our old equipment was over 20 years old and had a lot of miles on it. And so having these new pieces of equipment in the stations is a huge benefit to our firefighters and to our community. We've improved technology by putting computers in the engines so our firefighters have real-time information at their fingertips. We've improved the radio system so that we have better communication on the fire ground. We've improved physical fitness and peer support for mental health for our firefighters as well. And I'm pretty excited about finally getting that new contract with our firefighters accomplished, getting them raises where they need to be in line with other like-sized cities around Northern California is pretty important for us. The big reason is recruitment and retention. We live in a high fire risk area. The topography in Redding, obviously, you know, we have hills and houses that live on top of those hills. We have vegetation that grows all over the place, and we have to encourage the best firefighters to come to our community. Uh, we are a great department. We have a great community here. I mean, I was here in the early 90s, and, and uh, the, one of the reasons I came back was that I saw the potential at the city of Reading and what was happening here development-wise and community-wise, and it just felt good to come back to the place where I started my fire service career, and now I'm gonna finish my fire service career here in the city. Thanks for listening. Tune in to part two to hear about infrastructure and utilities, including how REU is saving customers over $4 million per year and how the city plans to address aging infrastructure. And if you'd like to watch the video version, head to cityofreading.gov slash state of the city.